Jill, it's me, I'm back. I'm recording the podcast again um, and it feels really weird and full disclosure, I've already recorded this introduction five times. So I've decided that if this doesn't turn out the way that I want it to turn out, I'm just going to live with it because we need to get on. <laughs> um, so I really hope all of you have all been feeling well, all the listeners who were becoming quite regulars and I'm so sorry that um, it, everything stopped <laughs> quite abruptly. Um, that's one of the things I want to talk to you about tonight um, or I felt the need that I needed to start this somewhere and start again. Um, so I thought why not start with just me? Um, no fancy introductions, no fancy titles, no um, special guests, just me to tell you where I'm at and what I've been doing um, and how I've been feeling um, and why it's taken me such a long time to get this back up and running and what's been stopping me. Um, so yeah, let's let's start from that point. How have I been feeling recently? I'm incredibly guilty, incredibly guilty about feeling like I'm letting a lot of people down. Um, I don't really feel as though I've been fulfilling all the promises that I've made to people. Whether or not, that's just from everything, from business to life to everything. Um, obviously, you know, when you're running your own business and you get sick, you have to cancel meetings and, and there's nobody to take your place. And I haven't been able to reschedule those meetings. I haven't even been able to reschedule times to go and see friends. So I just feel like I'm not being a great friend at the moment. And I'm not being a great, very reliable so, but I just wanted to talk to people. I, I, I felt like I felt like a lot of people feel like that. I think there's a lot of people feeling like that at the moment. So I think I, I felt that we needed to talk about that. So this is what that's that's what we're doing today. We're going to be talking about that guilt that we all feel from time to time, but also we're going to be talking about how you know that guilt, especially if you are somebody who runs your own business. And is also taking care of a family. There's this kind of preconception that you have to do everything. And it's perpetuated sometimes by people like me. And I think I have perpetuated that. I, I know I have because people have asked me how, you know, you, you seem to do so much and you seem to do everything. How do you do it? And I just want to put my hands up and say, if that is the case... I'm going to totally bust every single one of those myths in this podcast tonight. I'm going to tell you some things that I have never admitted to anybody else um, about the real way I get things done. And it's not going to be pretty. You're not going to come away from this <laughs> with, with any, you know, great plan. I'm just, I just think it's really important that that kind of feeling of oh my god everybody else seems to have it under control and everybody else seems to be this super boss woman but I am literally flying by the seat of my pants so I think that's a really good place for me to start with this episode and with the next continuation of this podcast and I've kind of made a pact to myself that even if I don't have a podcast guest lined up with some fancy topic that we're going to discuss, you're just going to get me. 
and we're going to be talking about something which I think is relevant or has been playing on my mind or that I think other people are being concerned with or 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 need some help or guidance with so um it's a it's a bit of a commitment from my perspective is that come hell or high water every week there is going to be an episode that's going to come out of this podcast just to kind of hold myself accountable for that I'm sure I've said that before and I've probably broken it but anyway this is just that's that's the way it's going to be so I think back to basics one of the reasons that I started this podcast was to talk about foreign-born women living in Sweden immigrants migration immigration from a female perspective and as I kind of continued that conversation I realized that the majority of women that I've spoken to are entrepreneurs or people who have started their own thing or are uh, self-employed or have created their own or inventors or set up their own you know the myriad of things that you would call entrepreneurism and I think it's a kind of a, a it's it's not un, it, according to SCB this is the statistics according to SCB which is the Swedish Statistics Bureau nine percent of foreign-born women are entrepreneurs now that's held up against the six percent of native Swedish women who are entrepreneurs and you might not think there's much of a difference there but I mean actually in comparison to the numbers in terms of population that's pretty that's a pretty significant number and of course you know we all understand we all know the reason why we've become entrepreneurs I became an entrepreneur because I knew that I wouldn't be able to get a job it's as simple as that but don't have the hard skills to be able to, to successfully navigate the Swedish um, labour market. I, I will do in the future, but when I wanted to go back to work and I wanted to start earning a living, I didn't. So I started my own business. And I think that's the majority of where people come from. And we wear, as entrepreneurs and as women, we wear so many hats. You know, like last night I was doing my taxes. I managed to get my head around and learn how to do taxes for a farening, which I've never done before in my life. You know, I produce this podcast, I edit it, produce it, I write, I have to balance budgets, I have to balance um, uh, uh, financial planning. So it's like, we're incredibly skilled. And we, 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 we juggle an incredible amount of workload. And I think we're probably more productive in that sense and more efficient than I would say, well, I know that definitely how I was when I was in the labor market back in the day when I wasn't an entrepreneur. Yet for some reason, we still struggle so much with our inner confidence, you know, our, our ability to be so certain that we are doing a good job. So it's such a bizarre it's so bizarre every single woman I've spoken to since interviewing this since starting this podcast has had the same issues everybody struggles with internal self-doubt confidence issues and of course because that because of that we are then we don't value ourselves as much we all you know we don't necessarily 
think about our long-term financial security in that sense and you know we might drive down our particular our, 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 our worth we're then you know susceptible to lower wage potential it's just crazy I mean absolutely crazy which of course when you were dealing with that you know meant that sort of pressure that we put ourselves under then inevitably leads to some kind of you know mental health issue and I know that I've talked about this quite openly here and you all know that I've dealt with that in the past um so I'm not I I I I have had serious bouts of of anxiety of you know not necessarily depression but definitely definitely severe anxiety and it wasn't a surprise to me to find out that 35% of foreign-born women who live in Sweden suffer from mental health issues. It, I mean, it's just it's not a surprise to me at all. Absolutely at all. So I think that's kind of why I wanted to sort of start from this point of going, my God, you know, we do so much, yet we still put so much pressure on ourselves. And, you know, we don't even have to be in, it doesn't even have to be in the job context, in the work context. It's just, you know, it could just be about starting out abroad, starting life abroad. You know, you, you, you have, when you sit down and you think about it and you reconcile what it is that you've achieved and what you've done in a day, in a month, in a week, whatever, you know, just to make sure that your family and your life continues unburdened, as normal, it's, but in a foreign country, wrapping your head around doctor's appointments and trying to figure out how you use the telephone so that you can make that online booking system, but it's all in Swedish and you've got to, you know, it just, all of these tiny little things, which by themselves, you know, let's face it, they're first world problems, but accumulate to cause, you know, huge amounts of kind of low level anxiety, which just surf, just sit, just sit underneath the surface. And, and it never really goes away. And I think that kind of, it's that kind of anxiety. It's that kind of constant state of fear, not fear. That's the wrong word, but yeah, just stress can be incredibly damaging to yourself so I think that's why I just want to be like this just stop right now stop sit down if you can close your eyes take a deep breath through your nose blow out through your mouth and just think about that low level anxiety that you've got bubbling under the surface and just acknowledge it I'm not going to ask you to do anything else about it but just acknowledge it because I I think one of the first things here is you just acknowledge that it is there just by going I have this it can be such a relief it can be such a okay I just need to strip this all off and just let it be there and in even sometimes even just by doing that you can feel it lessen it lighten you know your shoulders relax lift a little bit 
it just for me that's how I feel about it but of course you know just acknowledging it's there I think is a great starting point but then by also going you know it's everybody has this everybody has this no matter how if they look as though they have their you know shit together and their pressed pantsuits and their well done hair or their you know which that's certainly not me by any stretch of the imagination but what happens behind closed doors or off instagram or under the the facebook page or any other you know glitzy kind of sheen that we have fallen into the trap of portraying stuff is happening people are feeling they are not necessarily in the same headspace that they appear to be and I think it's really important for a community to and especially I you know this is one thing that I'm I really want to put out there is that you know it it's it's it doesn't always work <laughs> somebody somebody once just very recently asked me that it was in an email and they you know kind of we'd been discussing a work thing and this person had said um that they were very they were very impressed by the amount of work or the amount of projects that I was involved with and how much I was doing and and you know or or how much I was writing or how much I was producing and they felt slightly you know they they wanted to, you know how did how did how did I how did I do it what was I doing and what was the you know and I kind of stopped me in my tracks because for this for a start very few people have ever said that to me before um and I do not like this idea of presenteeism you know this kind of like just showing up for the sake of it and not actually doing something not actually achieving something not actually contributing and I never ever want to appear to that I never ever want to come across as somebody who's just in it for kicks or in it to uh, you know whatever I just I think that's a really dangerous precedent to set because it makes other people feel as though they have to do or appear that way too and I kind of so I just I, I took that chance to say to this person there are some days I don't even get out of bed it's honest to God's damn truth there are some days I I just spend in, in bed you know I there are there really are days when I lose every ounce of drive of motivation of reason um to keep doing what I do and and is usually when I've worked too hard or a bit too much a bit too late and I've not had enough sleep and I've probably had 
one or two glasses too many of wine as well. But there are some days when I just, yeah, um, I just, I just need to rest. I need to, to not think about my business, the work that I'm doing, what I'm trying to achieve, all the many dreams and goals and aspirations and everything like that. And I just need to bury my head in the sand. And I don't want anybody ever to be under the pretense that it's constantly all go, 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 ever. Um, and I think it's really dangerous for people, especially mothers, to feel like they have to be this super boss woman who has it all. I mean, don't get me wrong, if you want that, that's great. Go for it. You do you. Fantastic. But there's something slightly sinister about this perpetuation of you can have it all you know you can have it all um uh unrealistic way of 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 living and I guess it's something that I've kind of come to terms with having lived in Sweden for a little bit now four years you know they have a really they've they've got the work-life balance thing down They've got it good. They understand it's, you know, you, you, you work to live. You know, you go home at the end of the day at five o'clock and you see your kids or you pick them up at three from first school. You spend the weekend with your kids. You don't answer emails. You don't do anything after hours. You definitely don't send emails to your colleagues after hours. It's, there's just this kind of, it's like fiend. Don't, that's it. The, the work is work. You don't bring it home with you. So, and that was a big shock for me because I came from London. I spent 10 years of my life living in London, working in London at a hard pace. And I, it really took a bit of getting used to this kind of totally different attitude towards, towards work. And I kind of sometimes think about these Swedes who come over to London or, 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 or they, you know, it must be such a huge culture shock for them to have to <laughs> completely adjust their 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 attitude their mindset to um cultural mindset to 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 work um as and and, and flip it over and it now be you know you you live to work work is life you know that's 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 how it is in london it's the it's the lifeblood of everything um whereas here it's completely different and and i think you know as I was saying, back to this whole thing of it, it's just not sustainable. It's just not sustainable. And there was another another uh, message or another. Uh, it was on Instagram. It was a post, a comment on a post on Instagram. <laughs> it was, this um, uh, person was um, had decided that um, in order for them to to be able to. To, to meet or fulfill this criteria of doing everything, uh, running their own business, uh, taking care of their family um, and, uh, and having it all, <laughs> that she was going to get up at like five, four or five in the morning and start work. So before her kids, go, before her kids got up, but then, if, but 
unfortunately what had happened is that her kids had realized that she was getting up at four or five in the morning. So they were then getting up at four or five in the morning. And, <laughs> and I, I, I was just, I, 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 my heart just, I just went out to her. I, I just, I felt so, there's so much empathy pouring out to this poor person who, you know, was, yeah. It, that's the kind of pressure that people are under. It's, you know, you know, you have to, you feel as though you have to, you have to fulfill this criteria. And I'm just like, there is nothing important enough for work <laughs> to get me out of bed at four or five o'clock in the morning. That is never going to happen. I know a lot of people that do it. Um, and that really works for them because they are morning people and they enjoy having that couple of hours to themselves where they can uh, catch up get ahead um, or or just have some time to 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 be able to do what they need to do in order to be productive and efficient um obviously their children sleep in way past four or four or five in the morning but um I uh, yeah I just I think it's a you know we all have different ways of coping with things um and we all have different ways of doing things but um I think you you can't follow you have to find your own you have to find your way of doing things. Um, for me at the moment, I'm going through a, a thing of I've been working very late at night and staying up far too late at night and it's not working for me. So I have to I have to really think about that and change that. Um, but um, it's... I can assure you I will not be getting up any earlier than six o'clock in the morning to, to sit down at my desk and start writing. <laughs> um, but I think, I, you know, I, it, it made me laugh as well. While this has all been rumbling around in my head and, um, and uh, you know, these, these sparks have, have been going off and I've had these interactions with people about, about this very topic. I've also been trying to read Michelle Obama's um, autobiography. <laughs> it's literally sat next to my bed right now and it's staring at me. She stares at me. <laughs> She's there. And I go to bed every night and I sit and I look at it and I turn the light on and I'm just like, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I really don't know if I can do it. I managed to get through the first couple of chapters. And it was, it was good. It was, it was, it was good yeah it was good but oh man it made me feel seriously what's the word I just I just felt like this massive weight <laughs> just like I, 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 I literally have not been able to pick the book up since and it's such a shame because I really really desperately wanted to read it but there's something about Again, going back to these incredibly ambitious and successful and very, um, they've, you know, they've achieved so much. Um, these women are, are and, and, I, and I feel intimidated, you know. And I, I just, you know, there's so many of these autobiographical books out now and um about successful well driven women 
and it's wonderful it's great I'd really love to have a book about failure um and to talk about that and to make it more make it more tangible um I'm sure there are books out there about failure but I can guarantee you they're not on the New York Times bestseller (laughs) but then again I heard about this one woman today um and I can't unfortunately right off the top of my head right now I can't remember what her name is anyway she's just written a book and it's called Made as in made as in a a servant made servant m-e-i-d and um it's all about her so it's semi-auto it's yeah it's all about her struggle as a single mother of two children living in America uh and having to live off of state benefits but desperately trying to crawl out of that kind of perpetual cycle um that some people often get into with um particularly in America with um the the, the kind of benefits that system that they have um of getting back into work and um but trying to also achieve her greatest ambition of um becoming a, an author a writer and it's the first real i mean it is a rags to riches story but i think it's um the first real portrayal of you know failure to some extent um but also poverty and uh no not being um not the glamorous side of it in any way shape or form um so it kind of made me a little bit hopeful that maybe there are things out there which talk about failure a little bit more and how important failure is in order to be able to achieve your wildest dreams. So I think I'm going to start embracing the failures that I've had and talking more about them because it means that it's much more normal, normalized. I, I mean, there are, um, right now, I can tell you one thing that I am failing at massively. Well, one thing that I'm failing at massively is this podcast. <laughs> um, having not recorded or released any episodes for three or four months. Um, that's one. Uh, and um, I think the thing that I'm most failing at at the moment is trying to turn the long-term ambitions of my little business little bear abroad into a reality and that's something that really burns deep inside of me um and it's um and all I have to do is just focus on it but I seem to get distracted by all the other stuff that I have to do or I I tell myself that I have to do. I don't actually have to do it. Nobody would miss it. Nobody's, you know, I'm not, nobody's paying me to do any of this. So it, it kind of, you kind of find yourself going, well, what else is distracting you from doing this? Why, why are you stopping yourself from, you know, doing what you really, really want to do with Little Bear Abroad? So I think now going forward, that's what I'm going to focus on. So I'm going to focus on only thing. I'm going to start manifesting 
the only thing that I really want to focus on, which is turning Little Bear Abroad, what it is digitally now, into an in real life space. Because that's that's really what I want to do. That's really what I want to achieve. That's really what I want to have. And I want to have them all over Sweden. I want to have one in I want to have one in Karlstad. I want to have one in uh, Södertälje. I want to have one in uh, Örebro. I want to have one in in Jönköping. I want to have one in Goth- Gothenburg and Malmö. And so, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to start focusing on. And I I mean, I've already failed several times. <laughs> So I'm not going to lie to you right now and say that this time it's going to actually happen. Um, but we'll see. That's 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 how, what I'm going to start manifesting. Every single opportunity I can and I, and I get to be able to further this dream that I have, I'm going to take. And I think that's the same thing with Mama Murta too. You know, it's just it's any opportunity that you get, any opportunity you can, you just... I'm going to take it, I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to turn it into reality. Um, whether or not that make, has to make long-term changes to the plans, I don't know, we'll see. But it's um, it needs to be, the whole the whole concept needs to be more sustainable, it needs to be more, there needs to be uh, uh, more financial stability and there needs to be more long-term planning. So that is, that's my focus on um yeah see I told you they weren't going to learn anything new out of this podcast (laughs) but I think it's really important to talk about failure um and I encourage everybody to acknowledge failure as part of defining what it is that you want to achieve because without not without not understanding or knowing when you failed or when you are failing then how will you ever know how to correct it how will you ever know which direction to go in so that's yeah that's a really big point takeaway from this but also let's just start talking about how how like how you know we're not all super boss women you know I think it's really important to 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 rise to rise to I think it's really important to assist everybody to stand next to one another to raise everybody up to keep continuing to promote one another and to cheer each other on and so on but I think it's also really important for everybody to go well yeah you know this is my reality you know, I'm not on the go 24-7. I'm not that jet set. I've actually been in the house on my own for the last five days. Yeah. So that we can all just kind of go, yeah, that's 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 really what it's like to run a business. <laughs> or to be somebody who's starting out new in Sweden. Um, and uh, yeah. It's 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 not all glamorous jet set and uh, yeah on the go. But anyway, so that's the end of this podcast. 
that's me that's where I'm at that's what's happening and uh in the next episode you will be delighted to hear that I actually do have a guest um uh, it's uh, a lady called Jennifer Dahl She's an author, an American author, living in Stockholm. And uh, we're going to be talking about her really amazing self-published book called Lagging Indicators. So please do join us next time. And um, yeah, let's talk about failure. (laughs) 